Welcome to the Marvel Universe. This is the Countdown to Infinity. Hello everyone, welcome to Almost Nerdy, I'm Shalom. And I'm Courtney, we're the Happy Hipsters, and on this episode we are discussing Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> we just want to thank everyone again who has been rating us, who has been giving us reviews. We just got a new one, one new one this week. We're super excited about it. Yay. We shared it in our Instagram story. Just so you know, make sure you follow us on the underscore happy underscore hipsters on instagram that's where we live dm us we've been having lots of great conversations with people about about movies about polls that we've been posting i think it's really funny when we post a poll and then someone will dm me and justify why they chose something (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i posted one today about uh hella from this movie Mm. and so it was like i voted her all the way up because of this this and this yeah (laughs) and we love that like we love having conversations about these movies we always do movies and things that we like. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we just love them. Yeah, and I think that it allows us to just, you know, broaden our conversation and have extra voices. So it's really cool. So let's dive into this movie. We will be starting with two sentence summary, and then we'll move on to the nerd scale. Mm-hmm. Two sentence summary. It's the name of the game. It's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. We have two sentences to summarize this movie. Yeah. Harder than you think. You should try it. <laughs> we should actually do a contest where people try to summarize oh, the movies so cool. in that'd two so sentences. Cool. That's a good idea. It's very difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. It's 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 hard because like you want to say so much about the movie. Yeah. So condensing it is so hard. And you only have two sentences, so it's yeah. like not that much time. So make sure that you vote on our Instagram stories on Saturdays. We mm-hmm. post a two sentence summary, and you can vote for which one you think is better. Yeah. I. Really beat your love last week. Yes, you did. Like pummeled did. him. Yeah, I knew that. I even voted for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we always vote for ourselves. Uh, yeah, I voted for you because <laughs> I like you. Also, was just really good. Mine was you know short and you know. I'm a little nervous about mine this week. I don't think it's that good. <laughs> okay. I I came I came heavy today. Yes. <laughs> Do you want me to go first? Or you want to go first? I think you should go first. Okay. With Odin's death and a secret sister revealed, Thor must lose everything to find the strength within. He just needs to win the contest of champions, have a safe voyage through the devil's anus, kick his sister off the throne, and allow Ragnarok to happen. Wow. A short list. Uh, I love I love the devil's anus. <laughs> that's, that's funny. When Loki's like, I would like voyage through the anus. <laughs> I can't. Oh my word! Oh my word! Your turn. Your turn. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's really good. That's a good one. I don't. I don't I know why you're nervous. Wasn't as good as my Peter Parker one though. No, it's really good. Like I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, so mine is. It's an Asgard family reunion. Though Hela doesn't want a union, she wants dominion. But Thor, Bruce, Valkyrie, and Loki form a strange communion to bring about a distractive solution. I still think that might be three sentences. That is not three sentences. We will let the audience decide. <laughs> grammar. Any grammar experts. Grammar experts out they'll, there. They'll, they'll be like, actually, <laughs> that's four sentences. <laughs> Courtney was wrong, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so don't forget on Saturday to make sure that you tune in to our Instagram story where you can vote. Yeah. For who's you think is better. Again, mm. our Instagram, in case you're not following us, the underscore happy underscore hipsters. So let's move on to the nerd scale. Mm-hmm. Okay, today's nerd scale is from one to I have a contest of champions. Ooh. So a 10 is I have a contest of champions. Wow. How wow. would you rate this movie? I would say that I have a contest of champions and I took all the Avengers and I put them in it <laughs> so that they don't have like the whole Civil War thing in and not safe space. Like okay. So, oh, so you put them in a safe space. Yeah, to fight wow. it out. So I'm like, you want to argue, you want to fight. Here you go. You know, have at it. Wow. So not only are you pulling this movie in, but you're also solving a previous issue. I'm solving some issues, saying, hey, fight it out, and whoever wins is right. So what is that? That is a ten. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a really good movie. I would say that I have a contest of champions named after me because I'm the original champion. Wow. Yeah, so I'm the original champion and it's named after me. What would be your superhero name? 
Courtney. <laughs> I love it. That's cool. It's the Courtney Contest of Champions. The Courtney Contest of Champions. It already it, 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 uh, works. Courtney Contest. Yeah, because wow. it's all like C, so we just need to keep my name Courtney. Yes, I'm really good at alliteration there. <laughs> That's awesome. That's I awesome. also give this movie a 10. I love this Thor movie. Yes. And if you've listened amazing. to any of our previous podcasts, you know that I am not a fan of the Thor movies. <laughs> so this movie was a huge surprise for me. I was actually not looking forward to seeing it in theaters because mm-hmm. I had been so let down by the previous movies. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I disagree on, on a number of points. We, we, we've argued about this. Yeah. I love the movies. I think the movies are perfect. That's just my perspective, but we won't go into that. We're not going to go into it. We will move on. So this movie, I felt, just had a lot of depth to it. Mm -hmm. I thought there was a lot more going on. I really enjoy movies that can say something about culture or personality or like traits, like human Mm -hmm. traits, Mm -hmm. without being literal about it. I, I really like that. And I do think that there's a time and a place to be literal. There is. But I think when you're dealing with like superheroes, that's Mm -hmm. not really the time and place. Mm, yeah, that's, you want that's it to true. be fantasy. Yeah. You want that side. You want an escape of yeah. some sort. You don't want it to be like, okay, now you're making me like overthink everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it feels too close to home. You know, like you want something that's very much like otherworldly. Yeah, exactly. So before I tell you kind of like our talking points for this episode, mm. I just wanted to say a few things that might be a little confusing when you watch Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. if you haven't been paying attention to the previous movies. Yes. First of all, what the heck with Loki being Odin? So mm. in Thor The Dark World, mm-hmm. at the end, we think that Loki is dead. Yes. But in the very final scene, we can see that Loki has taken over as Odin. Mm-hmm. Or at least it was hinted to yeah. in that movie. Yeah. So we should have known. We should have. <laughs> yes. So Thor has not noticed for years because mm-hmm. at the end of Age of Ultron, he mm. went off to find the Infinity Stones. Yeah. And then he says at the beginning of this movie that he had been, he got back to the nine realms and he saw them mm. all in like disorder. So he has to fix all of that before yeah. he can come back. Yeah. yeah. Hulk also flew away. He completely ran away yeah. <laughs> at the end of Age of Ultron. Yeah. So if you don't know your Age of Ultron and your Thor Dark World, you might have been a little confused in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it would be like, it can really throw you off. Yeah. You'd be like, why is he at on, on, on Sakaar? Like, that's weird. Yeah. So, and if you yeah. haven't seen, well, we didn't know where he went. So mm-hmm. now we're actually finding out where Hulk has mm. been for the past two years, yes. which is yes. mentioned in yes. Civil War, mm. where the general guy is asking Captain America if he even knows mm. where Thor and Hulk are, which they didn't. Mm. They've just been off for two years. Yeah. And lastly, if you have not seen Doctor Strange, you might have been really confused, like what he was doing in this movie. Why was mm. he in New York? So you definitely needed to have watched Doctor Strange to understand the whole magician like yeah part yeah of that mm-hmm. so now that we have a little bit of background what we want to talk about today is what the heck is ragnarok <laughs> <laughs> yeah secondly this movie really centers a lot around odin's death so i want to talk about odin's death and like what that means for these characters and what it leads to and the last thing is hulk finally gets a place to shine yeah, where they actually love him. Yes, where they and more than Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. So I really want to discuss that too. Mm-hmm. So let's start with what the heck is Ragnarok? Ragnarok. I I like your explanation of it. I have to say I think they've done a really good job of the nods to Norse mythology mm-hmm. through pretty much actually all the movies. Yeah. They've been they've been really good. Yeah. So I have to say, kudos for that. Yeah. So basically. Ragnarok in Norse mythology is that natural disasters and the ultimate submersion of the world in water. It's the death of all gods, Mm. all Norse gods and humans to bring about a new world. Mm. So that kind of happens in the comics, but Mm. it happens to Asgard. And then all the gods are reborn. And that's actually how we get Thor on Earth in the comics. Because when everybody's reborn, Thor, Mm. Odin, everybody dies. Mm. But Thor was seen as too dangerous. Mm. So Odin was afraid that it would happen again. Ragnarok would happen again right. if he was with all the gods. So he sent him to Earth. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty, pretty intense. Pretty intense. <laughs> Way more intense than than the movies. Yes. I'm glad that it's not that intense. <laughs> it, it definitely would have been a lot. Yeah. And also in the comics, the second Asgard is set up over Oklahoma. So that's wow. why at the end of the movie, it makes sense that they're heading to, to Earth. Earth. That's so cool. Yeah. 
I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see how it all pans out. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks like there's a Thor four rumored. Rumored, uh, possibly. So maybe that could be that. I'm so excited. Can't wait. Like a new Asgard. Mm. Okay, so let's move on to like basically the main theme of this movie, which mm. is Odin's death. Yeah. And his death brings on a lot of things. Yeah. First of all, I really like that he decides to be in Norway. Because, mm. again, it brings it back to the, the Norse, whole yeah. like, Norse god. Yeah. And in the earlier movies, they actually show how, you know, the Asgardians came down to mm. Norway and they would, like, fight alongside mm. the humans as mm. their, like, gods and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that was pretty cool to, like, bring that back. Mm. Yeah, and I think we, we underestimate sometimes the things that he says there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the biggest thing for me was when he calls it home. Yes. So that's like, home. all right, mm-hmm. like there's something happening there. So it might not be Oklahoma. It might be Norway. Like, you know, so they, like I'm, I'm, I'm speculating here. But oh, as far as we're second, Asgard the new would be Asgard up. would be a no above Norway. Yeah. That'd be so cool. he, I don't know. Like, I'm excited to see how that all turns out. But the fact that he calls that home mm-hmm. means a lot. It actually says a lot. And secondly, I'm thinking about Dark World where... You know the the Norse gods. You know mm-hmm. Asgard saves yeah. Earth yes. from from the elves. Yeah, and it's like why? What is the connection? What is that? So there's almost like this relationship that I'm starting to piece together a little bit. Like where I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, what's what's going on here? Uh, and that might actually come, you know, into like fruition in the next movie if it happens. <laughs> please, please let it happen. I hope it happens <laughs> mostly because in the new. Endgame trailer when they had that whole scene with Captain Marvel and Thor, like I, I just want to ship them. <laughs> <laughs> and believe me, people, uh, I am usually not someone who wants to ship people. <laughs> I'm not, but I was like, well, okay. I like that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but the the you're not a shipping person, but okay. <laughs> I was very excited that there was no love interest in this movie. There was yeah. no love interest in Captain Marvel. Yeah. I like it when there's no love interest. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just saying generally. But let's <laughs> let's drop it. We're not we're not gonna, gonna go it. there. <laughs> That's a rabbit hole. And I think I'll get stuck in it. <laughs> You'll get stuck. <laughs> so back to our conversation. Uh-huh. Odin's death brings about a lot. It does. First of all, we have Hela, the unknown sister, comes mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Secondly, now that he's dead, someone needs to take over the throne. You mm-hmm. have Thor, who doesn't want it. Loki, who really wants it. Hela, mm-hmm. who like ultimately wants mm-hmm. it. And then on top of that, I just think that there's a lot of character development between mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. So where do you want to start? Um, I think I think I'll I'll start with with Thor because mm-hmm. I think I think that there's that initial emotion that it shows like where I'm like he's about to beat the heck out of Loki, Loki right yeah. now and then Hela shows up and I mm-hmm. think that I feel like he never actually got a chance to process the whole movie mm-hmm. he doesn't get a chance to process and there are moments in the movie where he kind of like in, with Cog a little bit mm-hmm. there's some moments like a few moments where Cog kind of like calls out some stuff. Yeah. And I think that Thor doesn't really get a chance to process his emotion. I think he he's still like his head is spinning. Yeah. And then when you think about what happens next in, in Infinity War, you're like, flip, this guy yeah. never gets a break. He never gets to stop. So going. So it's it's kind of hectic for him. I, I feel for him. I have to say, I really liked the addition of Korg on Sakar because yeah. he really is emotionally intelligent. Yeah. And I think Thor is not emotionally intelligent. <laughs> like, mm. and Loki even says that he's like, we're not good at talk about talking about emotions. Like, mm. we don't do that in mm-hmm. our family. Mm-hmm. And I think having a character who can literally call him out for, like, mm. what it is when, mm. you know, they're Just picking the out their weapons and yeah. he's like, sounds like the hammer is part of who you are and losing it is akin to losing mm. a family member. Mm. And Thor's wow. like, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> so I think yeah. having a character like that mm-hmm. can make it easy also for an audience to process it. Oh, yes. Because they're literally saying exactly what's going on. Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And and I, and I think they did a great job in not making it too depressing. Yes. It's, it's the most emotionally deep movie, but yet the funniest. It's so weird yeah. how they managed to, you know, like pull that off. So. Yeah, and I think the marriage of a lot of like odd couples 
helps mm. a lot mm-hmm. in this movie. You know, <laughs> yeah. you've got Grandmaster, who's kind of weird, and he's paired a little bit with Loki. Mm. And you've got Thor with Bruce Banner is, like, literally the most it's, awkward it's, it's that funny. you could ever, ever put together. <laughs> <laughs> the sun is going down. <laughs> I can't even handle that. Like, oh. like Thor with Hulk makes sense. Thor with Banner does not. Yeah, yeah. Thor and Banner is, is awkward. It's kind of weird because like Banner, Banner is really, he's really like, he's very intelligent. He's very smart, but he's he kind of freaks out a lot. So he yes. doesn't need, and Thor doesn't know how to deal with emotions. Yeah. So it's like, how do you, how does that relationship work? You know, it's a lot together. And I think what's funny is. Banner has never been on another planet. Mm. And I think we're so used to, like, seeing these characters that are so, like, daring and all of that. Mm. And Banner is probably our most reluctant hero, mm. I would say. He is. If you can even really consider him a hero. Like, mm. Hulk is a rage monster. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, I think... Banner's very reluctant, and then mm. now he's on another planet. He's basically, like, just wandering about in the streets, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, he's just, like, wandering, and Thor has to, like, chase him around. Yeah. I just think that's, that's great. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to touch too much on Hulk yet, because I want to yes. really talk about it yeah. later. Mm-hmm. I think what I really like about this movie is that Thor is really, like, he's really taken all the way down. He's taken a rock yeah. bottom. You know, yeah. he doesn't have his hammer. He is completely rocked about, like, his dad's life. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. He's always looked mm-hmm. up to his dad. Yeah. Always. And yeah. he's denied the throne because of that, I mm-hmm. think. He doesn't feel like he can even live up to what his dad has been. Because he's only mm-hmm. ever seen his dad as a benevolent king. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have his hair anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> That's crazy. And he's literally on Sakar, which is for all of the lost and unwanted things. Yeah. And I think that's so symbolic that mm-hmm. he's on this planet that's mm. where everything that's unwanted yeah. goes and lost. Yeah. And I think that's how he feels. And I think that's another beautiful mm. symbolic thing that we see in this movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he loses a lot. Speak, speaking of losing, um, like I love that Stan Lee's the one who cuts his hair. <laughs> he's like, hold still. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was cool. I think probably one of my favorite Stan Lee moments. Yeah, one as far as where he's been, yeah. where his cameo was. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good one. Yeah. That was really good. I think I think I definitely, when it comes to what Thor is processing, when it comes to his dad, mm-hmm. you know, after losing his dad, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's hard and it's difficult to realize that there's a whole history that's hidden that's now showing up. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, the dad is technically on his deathbed and he goes like, by the way, you have a sister. Yeah. And she's a, you know, killer and she's crazy. So yeah, peace. You know, <laughs> it's like what? You know, and and I think I think definitely it's too much. It's a lot to process, a lot of process. And I think that he has had to grow up really fast mm-hmm. from you know, when you think about the Thor from the very first movie yeah. where he's like, Let's beat everyone up, yeah, yada, 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 to now who he is. There's a maturity that comes out in this movie that is just amazing. And I think that is why I 100% back the other Thor movies because I think they are a representation of his growth, mm. you know, and you see that, like, and when from going from, from you know, I need sustenance <laughs> <laughs> to, like, the person that he is now where he actually comes to understand Loki yeah. a bit more. You know, that elevator scene when when he goes, like, yeah, like, do your thing. Yeah. Do your thing. Like, you know, I've... I'm, like, he kind of gives up in a sense, but it shows so much maturity mm-hmm. uh, for him to do that. And I think that he's he's proving that, hey, I've, I've grown, I've developed, and it's out of that place of pain that he is doing that. Mm. I have to say, like, from transformations from, like, an early movie to a later movie, yeah. in the very first Thor, mm. Loki sets up the whole thing so that he can be a savior. Like, he lets mm. the Frost Giants in so that he can look like yeah. he is... The savior of Asgard mm. and in the very end scene when mm. Loki comes back and he's like I'm here I'm here your savior <laughs> and I just think like that's a lot of like growth for him because he mm. normal Loki probably <laughs> would have just stayed there yeah he just would have stayed yeah. on Sakaar but I think the <laughs> fact that he came along and he was like no I am gonna save my people I think that mm. shows a lot of personal growth in him mm. and I, I like that yeah. and I, I do think yeah. that's a callback to the first movie yeah I love the moment when Quag is like hey hey brother 
we're about to get on this ship. <laughs> and then Loki's like, it looks like you're in need of leadership. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> you just love Korg. I love you Korg. Love I love him. the accent. Um, you know, I, I stayed, I lived in Australia for a while and got to meet a lot of people from New Zealand. Yeah. And I just love the accent. It's beautiful. Yeah. They yeah. have a great accent. Yeah. I think lastly, I want to talk about Hella. Hella. <laughs> so I, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff. And I'm going to use Hella and what she talks about for my theme. So I don't want to like dive too deep here because I, uh-huh. I want to talk about that later yeah. and not beat it to death. Yeah. But I love her. I mm. legitimately love her. She is my favorite villain. Mm. I know she might not be the strongest villain or mm. anything like that, but she is my favorite mm. for mm. like several reasons. Yeah. She yeah. is powerful and mm-hmm. she knows it and she is but she's like not arrogant do mm. you know what i mean like she's powerful but she's not arrogant she's mm. clearly evil i love mm. that she's a little petty i yeah. don't know that just makes me laugh yeah. <laughs> like i just i like that i really like that about what, her. what do you mean she's not arrogant like i don't think she comes off as arrogant to me okay. like she doesn't come off like she just knows that she's powerful like mm. she's confident without mm. being arrogant wow well, how do you, how do you, like, I mean, in terms of the context of her being a villain, how do you separate those two? Like, isn't mm. there, like, that touch of arrogance that she has? Or do you mean in terms, like, she knows, she doesn't overestimate herself? Is that yeah, what you mean? I would yeah. say she doesn't overestimate herself. Oh, okay, herself. okay, I see that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Also, she is a giant dog. That's, like, that's, like, <laughs> my, like, goal in life, to just <laughs> be, like, queen and, like, hang out with my dog all day. <laughs> I just, like, that's love awesome. that about her. That's cool. Thirdly, or fourthly, I don't know what number I'm on at this point. <laughs> I love that she pulls her hair back. Mm. And this might be something that's, like, really silly. And I just have a lot of hair. Like, I'm a big hair person, so I always need to have my hair back because it gets in my face and it drives me nuts. And, like, no offense to, like, the other women of, like, of Marvel. Like, I'm looking at you, Captain Marvel, Black Widow, Mm -hmm. like, even uh, Scarlet (laughs) Witch. Like, your hair is always in your face. Yeah. How does that not, even Valkyrie, how does that not drive you up a wall? Mm. Like, how does Mm. that not drive you crazy? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything with my hair down. I can't even <laughs> eat with my hair down. So I just love that. Like, I just think she's so, like, down to business. Yeah. And she's just so cool. That's cool. Like, I just yeah. love her. And I think one of the scenes that I really like the most, and I think there's a lot of symbolism mm. in her, mm. just in general, is when she's heading down to, like, get her, like, dead army. Mm. <laughs> and she goes, at, the first thing she does is she goes through the Odin's, like, trophy room. Yeah. And I like that she is, like, knocking things over. And she's, like, <laughs> not real, fake. And I think the most important thing that she does is that she pushes over the Infinity Gauntlet that's yes. in there. Yes, Because that was actually a mistake from the mm. first Thor movie. You can wow. see the Infinity Gauntlet in the background mm. of the first Thor movie yeah. and they had to correct that because wow. they didn't know that they were going to be going down this storyline when mm. they did the first Thor. Like wow. They didn't know that they would be doing that. Yeah. So they put it in there as like a little Easter egg. Wow. But wow, that's cool. she had to correct it. And I, I actually Googled it because I was like, why would Odin have like random stuff, fake stuff in his mm. in his like trophy room? Yeah. And someone was like, well, it makes sense because Odin would want to show that he's powerful. Mm, so mm. he might like lie a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, he does lie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, are we surprised? Or he might have thought that he had the real one. Or he thought he had the real one. <laughs> well, Zahela seems more like, more has a, has a greater understanding of war mm, and warfare. Mm-hmm. And I think that you see that a lot in the movie you're like wow okay she seems to really know what she's doing so yes. maybe she was that you know the fighter side of odin yeah so maybe she understood and knew stuff more than he did that's true yeah she might have just been like that's yeah. real that's not real yeah yeah but as i was saying like the symbolism of like we know that odin has now covered up his like brutal past mm. with with yeah. like a beautiful like golden like mm. cherub type mm. of look yeah and yeah. i think it's really significant that she like has to go down into that tomb mm. to get all of her warriors and yeah. everything and it's like yeah. he literally just like built on top like mm. he just covered it up mm. literally and i i thought that symbolism was really beautiful yeah 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 i thought that was awesome 
So uh, do you want to move on to Hulk then? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I really love that in this movie, Hulk is finally appreciated. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. And what I also like is that this story pulls a lot from the comics Planet Hulk. Mm, mm. So in the comics, yeah. Hulk ends up actually being banished from Earth. Wow. He did something really bad. <laughs> I forget what it was, but he, he does something really bad and he gets banished. Uh. So he gets banished to Sakaar. Wow. And he does have to fight in the in the contest of champions. Mm. But it's not run over it's not run by the Grandmaster. It's wow. someone else. Yeah. And they all have these like they have those like things that Thor has on his neck yeah. to like control them. Mm. So he needs to like fight. And Korg is actually from Planet Hulk. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I think it's, it's kind of cool that they like pulled from that storyline yeah. and mixed it all together because yeah. I don't know that they would make a Hulk movie on its own. Yeah, I think it made sense to kind of put him in there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I love he's my friend from work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was in the preview. So real, like I, I felt like that brought it that brought the movie down to earth in yeah. a, in such a real way. But I mean, coming back to that, I think that. It, it was really cool to just see people are really like Hulk, yes. Hulk, Hulk. A place where, like, I think that Sakaar is, is like, yeah, you said it's the place of the lost and unwanted. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, Hulk fits that yes. category. And I think that he he loves being there because he's like, yeah, this is a safe place where I can just be myself. Mm-hmm. I can break things and people yep. love me for it. And I think yep. that it's almost like there's almost like a control to him a little bit more. Like, you, yes. he's not as, like, Ragey, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, because when you see his interaction with Thor, his mm-hmm. like interaction with Valkyrie, mm-hmm. he's actually having conversations with yes. people. And I think that he needed that space to be able to actually like just be like, well, he's not afraid yes. of freaking out. Yeah. And I think that really helps. Yeah. I think this movie also helped me really distinguish like Hulk and Banner are basically like a Jekyll and Hyde type of thing. Like, they're in the same body and they have such different personalities. I think I'd always, because they had never really, like, made Hulk kind of like a person before. Mm -hmm. Like, he was always just, like, he would come out and just beat everything up and then he Mm. would, like, he never talked, he never did anything. And in this movie, he talks. Mm -hmm. And I think what really hit me was Mm. when they're in, like, the bedroom Mm. and Thor and... And Hulk are talking, and Hulk's like, "Your Banner's friend." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, your Banner's friend, and he talks a lot. I think there was like a lot of like insecurity in there. Like, we call you the stupid Avenger, and he like is stomping around mm. and like is annoyed about that because I think that Banner, like what Banner has, mm. Hulk doesn't have, and what Hulk has, Banner doesn't have. Like mm. they, instead of being like one personality, it's yeah. like they they complete each other actually. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they protect each other. Yeah. But they're like different personalities. And mm. I I really like that full picture of Hulk that we're yes. getting now. I, I love that. And I, and I love how like it's even going to develop even further. Yes. You know, because now they're aware. Oh, Flip, we are like two t- totally different people mm-hmm. and eventually having conversation with each other. I think that that would be awesome to see. Yeah, because they definitely like hinted towards that where mm. Valkyrie is like, you know, she's like, you look familiar. And... Banner can kind of remember her. Mm-hmm. And in the past, he's never been able to, like, remember. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I remember, like, one time when, I think it was in in the second Avengers, Age of mm. Ultron, he asked Black Widow, like, what did I do this time? Like, how many mm. people did I hear this time? Like, he yeah. can't remember. Yeah. But, like, he's starting, I think they're starting to, like, Tons share memories. Yeah. 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 Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Which brings me to, I have said in the past, mm. I've accused them of being a little sexist <laughs> with Black Widow. Mm. So this movie just really like convinced me otherwise. Because A, I like that they did make fun of how, how Thor, it, it was just ridiculous when Thor was like, the sun is going down, the sun is going down. <laughs> and I think that that helps kind of point mm. out like the sexism of it a little bit. Mm. Where it's like, it mm. didn't seem ridiculous when... Black Widow was doing it, but if yeah. Thor does it, it seems ridiculous. Like, yeah. man-to-man seems ridiculous. And yeah. I think that that's where you can kind of see sexism and, like, mm. where that lies mm. if you gender swap it. Mm. If you gender swap it. Mm. Secondly, the part when they're getting into the X-Wing and Hulk sees mm. the video of mm. Nat. Mm. Like, you can tell that he really loves her because that's mm. the only thing that brings Banner back. And he's yeah. been Hulk for two years. Yeah. And now he's like finally comes back yeah. as Banner. And so yeah. I think that we can see like that there is a real 
love relationship there. Mm. But I do think that for a long time in Hollywood, we have seen movies where mm. women have been expected to like fix men yeah. or it's been like seen okay if mm. a man is like more abusive to her because she mm. can like she can calm him down she mm. can do that and it's like that's mm. just not okay and i felt like it was like that in mm. the fr- in like the yeah. incredible hulk yeah i felt like that was. was his it relationship was. with veronica where it was like mm. she was like no i'll save you like i can calm <laughs> you down and it's just yeah. that is such a toxic thing it is to have out there and a toxic message to show young women so yeah. that's why like i really don't like that and yeah. i think that they're moving away from that and i yeah. was very proud of them for that yeah and i think i mean Definitely, I think they needed to defend themselves a little bit mm-hmm. when it comes to that relationship. Because, I mean, part of it is, like, Black Widow is very good psychologically. Yes. You know, when... Super smart. When she... She recruited the Hulk. Yes. So she went to get him. Um, when Civil War, when um, Agent Carter died, she went to Captain America. She's... And when when um, Black Panther's dad died, she went... So she's very good at, like... There's a way that she has with dealing with people mm. that is very much like a Who are big, like in huge stress skill situation. in stress situations. She's really good at diffusing mm-hmm. those things. So you can like, so as I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, like she has, they've placed her to be that person who like yeah. kind of cools the temperature a bit mm-hmm. when it comes to the, the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And so it just so happens that they then fell in love. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's so important that you know, the audience picks up on that. But coming from the previous Hulk movies, it can be like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. You know, the, it's a woman's job. You know, and, and I think, and to be honest with you, it's a it's a justified concern because mm-hmm. I feel like in the other movies, you're right, like they definitely, it was really sexism to say, mm-hmm. like, it's a woman's job, you know, to look pretty and, you know, get the, the man to calm down mm-hmm. when he's like freaking out. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. Yeah. The other thing as well that I I picked up on is even like Hulk's relationship with Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. So cool, so cool. I feel, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, like like Valkyrie is amazing, like amazing fighter, yeah. really good fighter. And I love the intro, the introduction, <laughs> like her. where she's just like, her, like <laughs> drinking, and she just falls off the side of the of the ramp, and he's like, oh my gosh, this is cool. And I love her guns. I um, I hope they bring that ship back i'm like please bring it back it where up, where she yeah like i hope they do something i'm like oh so cool <laughs> like having where she could control the guns like yeah that was neat while standing outside the ship that was cool that was awesome i was yeah. like this is amazing but i i love valkyrie and i love that just the way she is she's got this very like crazy personality that i think is really cool to see in these marvel movies yeah i have to say i think the women in this movie are just awesome like Mm. valkyrie i also love because i really like when hollywood shows women that are like unapologetically like just who they are Mm. which Mm -hmm. is why i think i love hella and why i Mm. also love valkyrie because she is just a hard drinking woman who could like beat you up and is like cool with it you know (laughs) she like she doesn't care valkyrie Mm. doesn't care i just love that about Mm. her yeah (laughs) <laughs> and really she's cool. such like a cool addition to the whole like scene. Mm. Yeah, she is. She's dead. Like she just brings an extra color to yeah. everything. And I'm I'm curious to see if crossing fingers she comes back. She's still alive. And I'm interested to see how all that whole everything, the whole relationship mm-hmm. is gonna work out with with Captain Marvel, Valkyrie, Black Widow. I please Please let it happen. I'm just hoping for that. <laughs> praying, praying for it to happen. Yeah, the other thing that I really like about Valkyrie is I think she brings another dynamic to just the idea of Asgard. Mm. And like Thor is now going to be the king of Asgard. Yeah. And she's sitting there and she's like, listen, mm. I'm done dealing with these issues of the crown. Mm. Like, I'm done with that. And yeah. even Bruce Banner says that. He's like, you want me to come fight your sister? Like, that's gross. Mm. Like, stop it. Don't mm. get me involved in your, like, mm. squabbles. Mm. And I think that that's so interesting. We had talked about this actually in a previous podcast. <laughs> yeah. It was like, how many times do we have to deal with the throne 
of yeah. Asgard. It's yeah. like the same people fighting over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And they're always fighting over the same thing. Mm. And I mean, I guess that's like a theme that you usually see in like anything that invo- involves like royalty and a throne and yeah. stuff like that. Is everybody's fighting for power, fighting for, mm. for power mm-hmm. essentially. Mm. Well, I forgot one other person, Okoye as well. So please <laughs> let it happen. Just... <laughs> I know you already made the movie, but I hope you did it. If not, just redo the whole thing. <laughs> just redo the whole thing. <laughs> Okoye. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to do our Black Panther podcast. Oh, my gosh. But anyway. Yeah. So, also, the Grandmaster. Oh, my word. Jeff Goldblum. I, I love that man. Amazing. Amazing. I love this movie because we have two. We have two Jurassic Park actors. We have <laughs> right. Jeff Goldblum and we have uh, the guy who played Dr. Um, Dr. Grant. Oh, yes. He was Odin in the play that Loki had of himself, The Tragedy yeah, of Loki. Yes. He's, he plays <laughs> Odin in that play. Wow. Inception. <laughs> so. Oh, my word. Anyway, every time I watch this movie, then I'm like, I need to watch Jurassic Park now because it's literally my favorite movie. And then I see Let's those actors <laughs> and I need to watch Jurassic Park again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... I, I love the introduction of the Grandmaster. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because, like, Thor is like... They're like, and now you're about to meet the Grandmaster. And Thor's like... Ah! <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like, uh, what's going on? Like, he's like this weird, scrawny-looking dude. And you're like, oh, okay. But then he's kind of erratic. Like he, oh, he's crazy. He just, like, melts someone. He's crazy. He's definitely different than how he looked in the comics. Like, he was, like, all blue <laughs> with, like, yeah. a big brain. So, like, yeah. I didn't really know, like... I mean, he's got blue. He wears, yeah. like, blue nail polish and has that little bit of blue. Mm. So they definitely mm. modernized him. They did. I also like that in the in the comics, he's known for... He's known for mastering most civilizations' mm. games of skill and chance. So mm. it makes sense that he would oversee, you know, something like this. Yeah. The Contest of Champions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so they kind of stuck with the theme a little bit mm-hmm. off, off the character. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But that's he's cool. also, like... He just feels so alien to me. Like, he, of all, like, the aliens that we've met, like, he yeah. feels the most alien because he is just so incredibly out there. Like, his concept of, like, what reality is is, like, mm. so weird. Like, mm. he won't call them slaves. He calls them prisoners with jobs. He, he like, He's like, you know what I like about being upset? Blaming. <laughs> and even when even when at the very end of the movie, I think it's the cutscene mm. when he comes out of the bunker after the whole revolution is <laughs> yeah. happening, he's like, Let's call it a tie. <laughs> well well done everybody for such a great rebellion. Well done. <laughs> he's just like it's just I was like, Oh my gosh, this guy is unreal. Like even yeah. for being like what he is, like he's more unreal than mm. anything. Like he's, he's crazy. Mm. He's crazy. I love the part where he he's like, my champion has been stolen. Go to the streets and celebrate. I'm like, <laughs> what's the connection between those two things? <laughs> he's just wild. Yeah, he's wild, and he's got his little <laughs> melting stick. I'm like, oh mm. my gosh, this yeah. guy. I, I love his something. character. I I just I think you know, and it speaks a lot about the producer. You know, why TT did a great job. And like, and it speaks a lot about he's Korg, he's the yeah. voice of Korg. Yes, and so he it just shows a lot about his character and his personality in how like he manages to bring comedy into the most serious moments. Mm, yes. But he doesn't just do it randomly. He yeah. takes the most like normal things sometimes and makes them like even funny. Like he's like Thor's relationship with Loki with the snake. Yeah. You know, where you're like, flip, that's such a <laughs> brother's thing. Like, where you're like tricking each other with weird stuff. And, but, yeah. you know, it's it's really great how he pulls that off. So, yeah. And they have so many good, like, sibling moments in there, mm. like that. Like, you know, you have yeah. Thor and Loki doing the get help. Yeah. You've got, <laughs> you have the other, there's another story that they tell. I think it's during the play where they talk about another moment where they were growing up. <laughs> and then at the very end, you have, Thor sitting in the throne and Hela mm. comes up and she's like, you're in my seat. Who did not tell their sibling you're in my seat <laughs> right. when they were younger? Like, yeah. who? If, yeah. you, if you haven't done that, mm. like, I don't know who did. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that siblings always have that thing that they just do and like, they mm. kind of torture each other sometimes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know if this is a sidebar or not, but my brother and I used to do this game when we were really little 
like we would make fun of each other for not locking the bathroom door so what we would do is like if you didn't lock the bathroom door we would like open it and swing it open like while you were going to the bathroom and they would be like on the toilet and be like ah I didn't lock the toilet and like why did we do that to each other I don't oh my know gosh. Oh my I don't gosh. know why we did that to each other but we probably did that until we were like seven years old like that's why I'm uh. so paranoid about locks yeah it's so weird like like every time i think of like brotherly torture i think of the time my brother made me eat a really hot chili and i didn't know what that was and that's just what what i remember it was like so hot i was like how much did you cry i cried like a baby it was so bad it's so hold on, hold on. so it just like handed you a pepper yeah, it was like, like eat this and I was like, I just ate it. And I was like, This is why you, know. you hate vegetables. I know where hate it came vegetables. from. I know where it came from. Oh my gosh, I'm dying right now. Oh. <laughs> okay, before we go too crazy, mm-hmm. let us move on to themes. Themes. So. I think that my theme for this movie would be confronting the past as opposed to covering it up. Mm. And this mostly comes from Hela. I think Hela is just such a great example of kind of like the past that we're ashamed of Mm. or something that has happened. And she pulls this out in like multiple, multiple places. But Mm. I think one of the things that, that hit me the most was when she first pulls down the mural from the ceiling and it's like it starts out as this beautiful gold and she pulls it down and it's her and Odin and it's all red and it's Mm. like very dark, Mm. you know? So it's like completely different. It's not the garden parties anymore. It's like conquering and all of that. Mm. And she says, you know, they're proud. They're proud to have it and ashamed of how they got it talking about the nine realms that they have conquered and how Mm. there was like bloodshed there. Mm. And then later on in the movie, she talks about, she's talking to Thor who's sitting on the, who's sitting on the throne. And she's Mm. like, do you ever wonder how we got all this gold? Mm. And I think that really hit me, especially as an American, because I've been thinking a lot about like slavery and Mm. even like what we've done to the, to to the native Americans. And it's like, Mm. Thor was not part of that at all. Yeah. You know, he wasn't part of the conquest. He wasn't part of even the decision that Mm. Odin made to to change Mm. who he was and become benevolent now Mm. to like move away from that, you know, conquering type of personality. Yeah. But yet he was faced with the consequence of that era coming back to bite him. Yeah. Wow. Because it wasn't until Odin was gone that Hela came back. Mm. And it's like, I kind of think about that with the U.S., especially when I think of slavery. I think the reparations conversation is really big right now. You hear a lot of, especially a lot of the Democrats Mm. who are starting to put their their bid forward to to run for the next presidency. Like, Mm. a lot of them are talking about reparations and how they want to consider that seriously. Mm. And, you know, the argument that a lot of people are saying is, like, it's too long ago. Mm. Like, it's too long ago. It's, It's too far in the past. Yeah. And... For me, it's like that is just wanting to cover it up. Yeah. Because I think when you look at the U.S., you can see that minorities clearly don't have it as well off as Mm. if you're not a minority. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that people don't work hard and all of that. And I think that that's the hardest part is when it comes down to the practicalness of it. I think Mm. you can intellectually talk about things like this and it's easy to be like, yes, I agree. Mm. That would be great. Mm. But once you get down to the nitty gritty of like, how do you practically do this? Like, how do you even mm. find all these people? How do you, do you determine mm. if they are, if they have, I guess, slave lineage, mm. <laughs> you yeah. know, all of that. Yeah. Which is why I think it's always easier mm. to cover something up mm. than to confront the past. Yeah. yeah. I think it's always easy. And then you have the guilt that's associated with it. Yes. And I just think that this movie really, you know, Thor lost a lot in this. And mm-hmm. having to confront his past, like yeah. he lost Asgard. Mm. You know? That's true. Yeah, like I, I agree. I think you know, I, I always say this 
to people who 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 talk about the race conversation and they say, "Well, I worked hard for what I have," mm-hmm. and and I'm like, "Yeah, that's true, that's true." And yeah. and there are people who also say, "You know, I have the same disadvantages. I grew up poor, you know." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Okay, that's true. You can't deny those things." Yeah. But I think that it's important to recognize that all people of color, like black people, we share the same disadvantage regardless of economic status Mm. you know by virtue of being black the experience of people of color is very different the the sometimes when you look at systemic racism there's a lot of stuff that happens with like jobs Mm -hmm. uh, you know promotions crazy Mm -hmm. stuff like that and 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 some of those things are so hard to pinpoint yes because it's so systemic but black people or people of color mixed um they experience a lot of racism that is not just like where someone calling you the, the N-word. Mm-hmm. The idea that because you're black, you might get looked over. But coming to the reparations conversation, I think that it's important that people realize that all wealth is corporate. It's the system that allows you to have that $1,000 in your bank account. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a system that's keeping everything everything going and for that system to be able to be functional they need like tons and tons and tons of wealth was poured into that and that wealth came a lot through slavery mm-hmm. you know slavery was 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 like a you know free labor yeah. you know free labor that created this massive system of wealth that's there right now mm-hmm. so when we separate like personal wealth from an economic system that's that's just messed up like you know i'm coming from a country where there are people that have personal wealth but because the system is so dead that personal wealth doesn't help you at mm. all and so it's, it's important to realize that there is a very close relationship between the two and realizing that the lives we're living in america right now was built on the backs of slaves yeah. you know and on the land of of native americans mm-hmm. and so it's important to realize hey there is, there is a debt there yeah. is a debt that's there yeah. you know because if you if you're to quantify you know how much money like how much it is i think we would go nuts i think the idea of saying hey let's give reparations to descendants of slaves i think it's not ridiculous i think it's mm-hmm. not ridiculous i think you know there are ways to do that like mm-hmm. maybe it might not be hard cash <laughs> it might be something you know yeah free college or something i don't know but i think it's important school system, you know anything <laughs> right anything right <laughs> <laughs> because i think that i think that it's it's something that has been you know swept under the rug and mm-hmm. i think it's important that we bring it up and, and yeah i'm excited to see how that conversation goes well cuz also how much easier would this conversation have been had mm-hmm. years ago Years ago, you know, years ago yeah. when it actually happened, mm-hmm. even if they did what was right and actually gave people who were free land, like they yeah. didn't give them anything. Yeah, you know, a lot of them actually ended up staying on the same plantations because yes. they didn't have anywhere to go. Yes, and like yes, they were getting yes. in quotes like paid, but like mm-hmm. not that well. Mm-hmm. And the other thing as well is, I think that it's important to say, hey, like, look, you know, even though they said, oh, okay, you you're no longer a slave. But we have now, oh, now there's Jim Crow. Yeah. Oh, now there's exactly. mass incarceration. Yep. So you can't say like, yep. okay, slavery is a long time ago when on or after slavery, there were other systems that have been implemented. Yes. You know, like, I mean, we the, the most, right, the most basic thing that I can, I can think of is the school system. Yeah. In the school in majority, ma- like majority minority, yeah. you know, areas. I think that it's, it's appalling. And I think that just that conversation could really help. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure we'll hit more of this in our Black Panther podcast yes. too. <laughs> I hope you like social justice people because that's where we're heading. That's where we're heading. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> people get ready. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to touch on, on you know, the theme that says like, it's already inside you. Mm. Thor lost his dad and then lost his hammer and he he feels pretty powerless mm-hmm. but as time goes on he realizes oh i've got this all oh, this thunder i'm the god of thunder mm-hmm. and then like you know eventually he really is the god of thunder you know and, and right and 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 he can he can you know release the lightning without the hammer and like, yeah. Ooh, that's really cool and yeah my dad passed away you know just over a year ago and one of the things that i was used to look 
to my dad for was just faith, just, you know, trusting that everything will be okay, you know? And he just had this way of just responding to stressful situations in in a way that, like, I've never seen before. Like, I'll be like, I remember, you know, I'm coming from Zimbabwe, again, you know, the economy is really bad, mm-hmm. and noticing, oh, we don't have, like, school fees, and we, we, we might get kicked out, and I'll tell my dad, panicking, and then he'll be like, okay, that's fine. And and then somehow, like, we would have the money to, to, you know, to pay for school fees. Like, I just love the fact that he just had a way to, like, to deal with tough situations mm. without stressing out. And th- I found that to be, he was a superhero in a sense to me. And mm. when he passed away, realizing that, oh, I don't have that base anymore. I don't mm. have that. You know, he's gone. And... It, it was hard for me to process that and kind of scary, you know, mm-hmm. but reaching a point where I realized that every lesson that he taught me is, is in me, it's mm-hmm. inside me. Yeah. I started realizing that I have the same faith. I have the same trust. And, and in, in a sense, some of that, I know he worked hard to have that like positivity. Mm-hmm. In a sense, I naturally have that inside me and I can simply channel it. And, and that was just truly powerful for me to realize mm-hmm. that and and know that wow the connection between my dad and i is really strong mm-hmm. because he gave us you know my, my my siblings and i faith he gave us trust and positivity and that's something that i i'm truly appreciative of but coming to a place of realizing that wow it's in me it's inside me i don't need to find another person that mm-hmm. is that is the same level of faith yeah. i have it in me because i've been taught to believe this way and so it's it's there, you know, so it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, that was, that was beautiful. Mm. That was a very good tribute. Oh, thank you. Let us round it up. We love you guys. You guys are awesome. I think I, I really love the fact that we get to interact with you guys. Mm-hmm. So please keep writing us. Yes, yes. And we're actually starting to talk about more ways to interact. Mm-hmm. We are going to be starting a patron, Patreon. 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 Yes. That's how you say it. It's like, Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Patreon. (laughs) Account. And yeah, we're just looking for other ways to interact with you. So hopefully that will give us more ways for Mm. people who would like to donate to us. We are artists. We love creating. We're creative. So we love that. (laughs) And just being able to have the support to really pour into it whether that's like advertising or Mm -hmm. like we would love to eventually be able to make some like t-shirts yeah have that made Mm -hmm. because i think we have a cool design we do (laughs) it's really neat i believe that yeah so we would love that but until then we'll let you know when we get that kick started yeah uh don't forget to tune into almost nerdy crew we post that on tuesdays it's super fun we get to like answer questions that people have yeah we got some questions about stranger things we are going to be starting that series soon i'm so excited mm. i'm a huge stranger things fan yay i can't tell you i'm again i'm gonna let you listen on the episode if you want to hear more about stranger things because <laughs> yeah <laughs> not gonna waste this time yeah <laughs> um we are almost done with this series though we are almost, almost done with almost. our countdown to yeah. infinity we actually only have one more episode until the infinity war episode but we mm. are going to go all the way up to end game yeah so we've got Black Panther next week, then Infinity War, and I'm so mm, Yeah, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Awesome. So thank you for joining us on this nerdy journey. We'll see you next Thursday. Game over.